Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United, along probably with quite a lot that you didn't. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. It's a slightly unusual podcast this week in that David and I went up to uh, to Plainmore to record and Gary Johnson very kindly agreed to join us and answer a few questions with the microphone running. So the first part of the podcast is uh, recorded in the away dressing room uh, with Gary Johnson answering a few of our questions. You can expect to hear uh, a little bit about what he said to the players between the end of the Hungerford game and the trophy presentation. You can hear a couple of hints about who might be coming to Plainmore for pre-season friendlies you can hear about why you don't want to be a member of his fat club and a surprising name who isn't on his Christmas card list. What we were going to say on the podcast is this is a season that feels like it's already ended two or three times. You've yeah. got, you know, the, the Eastbourne game, there was Monday. How do you lift the players to, to finish it off once more, one more time? Well, it, I mean, it looks like to the uh, uninitiated that you haven't lifted them because you've lost the last two games. Um, but... I can tell you now that the, the the boys in the dressing room were really disappointed about the defeat at Chippenham because we the pitch wasn't conducive to how we liked to play, so we were playing a little bit of a foreign game. And in this league, anyone can beat anybody on any yeah. given given day, and and they obviously beat us by the by the odd goal. But the lads were gutted at the end of the game. You didn't. You know, and that's them. Yeah. Um, and then we went into the Hungerford game with the furore of the, the crowd and everything. And so, you know, everybody was up for it and we were coming over that hill ready to shoot the enemy, like, you know. And um, unfortunately, the, the opposition done okay. We didn't take our chances early on. If we had it done, then it could have been 4-5-1. or five, one. Yeah. Um, And uh, and Reedy came in, of course, having not scored you know his chances he could have scored at least a hat trick really and he was very apologetic with everyone and was able to say look don't worry you've scored 28 goals you, you know don't sort of spoil your season just because we yeah. you've missed some goals this this time but Olaf missed the good opportunity at the end and it was just a matter of picking them up after the games I had to tell him the truth on both games because yeah. it was the start of next year's um assessment if you like who can cope who can't cope who's got that natural um, competitiveness because in effect there was nothing at stake but there was because I made it that there yeah. was something at stake you know if you want to keep in my you know, head in my plans um, then make sure you're showing me that you can carry on right through the yeah. season and they got another chance against St Albans so um, I promise everyone that the lads haven't thought about being on holiday, you know what I mean. They 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 really they didn't turn up at Chip, Chippenham, um, although we still had the majority of the game. We had the majority of the game at Hungersford, but you know they give it. A, they tried, yeah. Um, and we're going to do the same at, at, at St Albans. So uh, it's uh, the, the the boys haven't said ah, so that we we don't want to, you know, we will just go through the motions. And they all want to win the yeah. next one at St Albans so that we can all go away with that winning feeling. There is this sort of thing as well, isn't there, that, that and, and you can talk about these things until the cows come home, really, but no Seiko, no Aza, no Ruri, who was playing 
tremendously well at the mm. time. And, mm. and in, a, in teams at these sort of levels, you haven't got a top quality player or top this just to go bang and take their place, have you? And, and, and sometimes take three really influential players out mm. of any lower division team yeah, exactly. and something isn't quite the same well, as it was, sort was of it? like and, uh, Seiko's not experienced, but he became experienced because he was the regular sure. <coughs> partnership with Reedy. Yeah. And obviously we had to start other partnerships that haven't yeah. quite worked out. You know, we tried you know, Connor, Kalala, you know, etc. Um, Olaf. So, yeah, I mean, they were three major players for us. Um, and thank God we did mm. win it. Well, I just we, think that back to that game at Concord, which, which yeah. looking back now, was such a pivotal day in the season. I mean, I know you yeah. there were lots of others, but that particular day we went to Concord on not a very good pitch at Concord. No, that's right. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Gr- and ground it yeah. out. Well, with, you got with, aces. Three, those three players were hugely influential that yeah, afternoon. Yeah, they were. They were. And, and we won 1 0 with a set piece goal, scruffy 1 0 win, Woking yeah. lose at home to Slough. And we walked away from that day thinking, big day this. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, and and yeah. we and haven't been able, and, and that sort of performance yeah. would have done for the last two games probably. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, it, I know would, that it, it would have done. And, uh, but. Um, yeah, we're in but a league. You you know, um, we're not the Man United no. in the in you know. It's not like Man United playing in the Conference South. Do you know what I mean? We're it's a it's all. I've said it before. It's all relative, and we are in, <laughs> We were in the Conference South. So yes, we were the best team in the Conference South, and we proved that by you know winning the championship sort of thing. But um, any any team will to lose their skipper. Uh, to lose their second top goal scorer, who's had just as many assists with reading, and Rory, as you say, was playing his best football at the time. Um, you know, we 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 didn't quite cope with with that. Although I still say um, that we we still had a team to go and win football matches, um, but it would have been great to have had them on the line. I mean, there was times when obviously we had people on the line. Um, that that weren't really going to play too much of a part, you know. It was like a, a little bit uh, smokescreen, really. To say, but I did I did it the way I did it, and I think it was the right way to do it to keep that group of lads, however small, together. And I think that's what got us through. With all due respect to Woking, they decided to go the other way, and brought in a a lot of uh, players at the last minute and changed a lot. Um, and we we won the league, yeah. uh, you know. So <clears throat> I'm not saying they did it right or wrong, or I did it right or wrong. All I'm saying is we were first, they were second. Yeah. <laughs> In the end of the day, so you you stand or fall by the yeah. decisions you make. Going back to Monday, you had the players in the dressing room for five or ten minutes after the game. You know, mm. after the final whistle, you did the usual sort of walk in front of the pop side, mm. applaud the fans. What did you say to them between the end of the game and going out and, and celebrating the uh, the championship? Yeah, that's interesting because I always have to say what's in my mind. The lads know that and they know I treat them all like my son. So if I'm digging somebody out, he knows it's, you know, I love him to death anyway. <laughs> um, because I do, I trust this, this group of lads. You wouldn't have kept them, would you? No, I definitely wouldn't case. have kept them, no. Because I don't want to come in every day and look at someone you and feel that he's not going to no. give me everything. Do you or know you, what I mean? Or you, or you don't like the look of him. Well, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the look of him. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, if yeah, it was yeah, good yeah. looking, I'd got rid of most of yeah, them. No, yeah. no. <laughs> no. But it's, as uh, people. Yeah, yeah as yeah. people. They've got to be the right characters and the right personalities. So um, so I just went in and I said, boys, 
if you'd have took your chances, you win that game. Um, however, we didn't, um, and we got to go. We've we've already said our apologies, really, in our demeanour, walking around to thank the fans um, after the game when everybody was still a bit disappointed. But it only it took me five or ten minutes just to say to them. However, you are the champions. You've been the best team in the league over a whole season. With those two defeats that have come in between our ten, you know, run of ten wins and eight wins or something, nobody would have worried about it. So we got the most points. You deserve the accolade you're going to get when you go back out there. Think like champions. Be champions when you get out there because the crowd are going to be enthusiastic and supportive, and you know because. They've had ten minutes to reflect as well. Yeah, and uh, the vast majority stayed. Oh, stayed it was, for it anyway. Oh, David, so, it, was made, yeah. it was fantastic, yeah. and uh, you know, I don't know if you can have a lump in your throat for an hour and a half, but but that's that's yeah. what you do because you, you, when you're up close to them and that, you, and and you're interacting with the fans, um, you can see how much it means to yeah. them, and I think they saw how much it mean, meant to us as well, you know, because uh, you know the lads were. They were willing to stay there all night, you know, so long as one person was still in the stadium, we were yeah. still around, you know what I mean? So um, it went very well on it and it's, it just showed what I thought this club could be when I was in the interview. Yeah. You know I mean, so if, ever, if anyone sort of goes back and says, you know, why did you go to Torquay? Well, that was why. Monday. On that day, yeah. Monday, yeah. yeah. We've walked in today past a lot of black and white pictures in the corridors of, of great moments from the club's past. Do you feel like you, you're writing a new bit of history now? I hope so. I mean, if you look around, the, the walls are pretty bare all over the place. My office has got no no photos up, so maybe previous managers have took their photos away with them. But, um, you know, it'd be nice to, to get new photos up of the league champions. You know, the yeah. first time we won the league, all that sort of thing which we just had an argument about, but I was proved right. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Dave proved me right. That's um, what managers are for. Yeah, that's yeah, it. So. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see all that, that event on Saturday in pictures around the stadium. Yeah. Because there were some unbelievable pictures. You know, what was it, 600 pictures from uh, Pinnacle, in it? You know, yeah. you know they, they, they do great, so there's lots of pictures on their website. I'll probably get a little... Bung now, when I'd given them a little bit of publicity, isn't it? what are they called again? Not, a, 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 a commission. Um, not with him. Yeah, <laughs> no, probably not. Um, but there's some great pictures on there, and you know, there's some, you know, if we can get a few of them pictures around, then it will it will stay with us, yeah. and hopefully it will um, help us for next season's. Well, I'm just campaign. thinking that part, part, when 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 you start bringing one or two players down uh, for to try and sign them, sell them. You know, well, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think you've always been you've always said that the whole link with South Devon colleges yeah. could be massively important yeah, in that. Definitely. And when you sh show them round if yeah. if if players are coming down, I mean hopefully if they're coming down anyway they'll yeah. they kinda know the sort of club that they might be joining. Yeah. But it can't do any harm to be walking along corridors and seeing that sort of stuff. No, exactly. Um, and and when you when you do bring players in, we will do a video as well. Um, of the season, our goals, the celebrations, the crowd. And if you've got a player that you're trying to entice to your club, you're saying, this is our club. Look, you haven't seen yeah. it before. I know we're a million miles away from where you live, probably. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, we've chose you to join yeah. this. And that makes it a lot easier 
And then, then once they're sold by the club, you're hoping that they're here for the club first and finance is second. <laughs> and then you have to negotiate with them and yeah. um, and hopefully we can uh, bring in some players that have, have got you know, a bit of experience around the place yeah. to uh, uh, to be leaders again moving into the next next level. And you, you've said before that's just stage one, don't yeah. you? There's, there's a lot more to do. You're looking forward to... Uh, Stage a bit of two. a bit of a break and then getting stuck back in again. Yeah, I don't know how many stages there are. You've got to be careful. There's always a number after the last number, but uh, yeah. But we, you know, this, we're going to go into a, uh, a strong league now. You know, it's a very strong league. Yeah. The national conference very, very difficult to get out of because a lot of people spend money uh, to give it a go. You know, it was filed this year in Wrexham and and they and. Sometimes if they don't crack it that on that occasion, then they might have to cut back a little bit. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. but there's always four or five teams that give it a right go in the conference, and uh, you know, really we've we've got to be we've got to yeah. be one of those. I don't want to start my negotiating negotiating with the board this early, but <laughs> um, but of course you know I've, I can only advise. I've been there. I know the level. I can only advise and. Um, so far, I've I've been really pleased with the uh, discussions with with the board. Yeah, you know they've been great, and um, but I know the situation. I know the scene anyway. I've, I've been at that level. I know what it takes to get a team to the next yeah. level. And you've already talked about the business of, <coughs> pardon, of of. It's not like being you've got this much money to go and get it. It's much more. Uh, um, Let's have a chat about this player. Let's yeah, have a well chat that, about that well player, that's rather than a black and white figure of, yeah. of uh, you know, you you can only go to this much and that's the end of it. It won't, it doesn't work. No, it like don't. That. It definitely no. don't work like that. No. Not with me anyway. I'll I'll just say, look, I'll let you know people that I'm, I've talked to. I think it will cost this much to bring him in, um, and you know, if 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 we have to pay a little bit more out, it's going to be as long as the board of directors trust the manager's judgment which is always very important then uh you know the gates get bigger if it's going well then you know you yeah. get five thousand every week if it doesn't go well and you've spent out a lot of money on players that's the judgment of the manager you know it's, it's his fault and um and then all of a sudden you've got a big budget with low gates you know so we've got to make sure that um everything's right but i'll go to the board and say this is the person i'd like what do you think? You know, and then, uh, yeah. and I don't think I would go to the board if I thought it was right out of the question. You know, I wouldn't be ridiculous sort of thing. You know, but um, and and that's being the impatient world we live in, and no. I'm sure all the supporters are are thinking right season tickets for next season. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, yeah. Do you hope to try and make two three? reasonably early in the summer we've just been talking about the importance of having a break and, and fresh yeah yeah um uh, no, i mean obviously you'll you'll do them when you can do them or when yeah. you can get the right deals etc etc but can people expect or hope for maybe one or two reasonably quickly i know you and pete and aaron have been working on this for, yeah no for, we've been working very yeah we've already been working hard but of course the playoffs are still going on you know there's still a lot of, lot of football to be played yet um, we've certainly made inroads to two or three that we wanna, we'd like to take. Um, but if we're interested, you can bet your life other people are going to be interested as well, maybe at the, the higher levels. 
Um, there's people that I've worked with before that um, you know I'd be happy to, to to bring here. And so no, we're we're you know between me, Pete, and Aaron, and you know we we've got a we've got a decent list of people at this moment in time that we'd be quite pleased to get two or three out of. Um, and they're not pie in the sky. But you never know when they're going to accept because if they're decent, they're going to wait and see um, what else comes in for them. You know what I mean? Uh, so, And then, of course, if anyone's under 20, 24, it's compensation. Um, if they're in contract, then it's a transfer fee. You know, so there's, there's lots of other scenarios and things that go on. That we've got a, a lot of work behind the scenes yeah there is a lot of yeah. work behind the scenes and you know this is where pete pete does great while we're working with the group and the team you know he's talking to the agents and the, um and sometimes the player because if they're out of contract you can talk to him now anyway um and uh he's letting us know how close we are to yeah. to that actual shining that player Pre-season, have we had any sort of indications or hints on what you've got planned for pre-season games? I saw Matt Taylor the other day at Exeter when he was chatting about how pleased Exeter were that we'd come up and come up. That he said, "Oh, yeah. we thought there was a chance we might play them pre-season." Obviously, there's been no official announcements yet. I'm sure you've had some thoughts. Well, on that I don't know why there's not been any official no. announcements because we've definitely organised five games that we're we're happy with. Um, I don't want to talk out of term, but you no, might need that. A, that may be one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it'd be great to play your local, yeah. local teams. A, because yeah. you they haven't got to travel far, but B, certainly Exeter and Plymouth. Um, they're, they're two great games to, mm. to have to see where where you are. You know what I mean? I, hopefully, Plymouth stay in the first division. So, yeah. um, but uh, you have your pre-season games against non-league opposition, yes. early ones, yes. so that you really they're training games with all yeah. due respect to them. But you get the whole squad gets a chance to get forty-five minutes, you know that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you uh, yeah, you have a couple at the end. Neil yeah, Warnock normally brings Cardiff down. Yeah. Really, I, think I it, don't think you do it this time. No, no, <laughs> not no. with me. Yeah, I'm afraid. No, no, no. I'm not on his Christmas card list. No, that's for sure. Never mind. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but that's not a bad one. To, uh, no, <laughs> to not no, have on your no, Christmas card no. list. <laughs> Just, no, he's we, always we've, been an annual visitor, isn't yeah. he? Well, we've been yeah. rivals but over still, the years. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, that's one of those things. But anyway, that sort of thing is fairly well on uh, um, in terms of organisation. Yeah, it's very, so. very much. Yeah. I mean, the programme's set, so... You know, whoever needs to tell you needs yeah, to tell we'll you pretty sharply because it's all been have a little push on. Yeah, it's all been organised. Yeah, and will. of course, the pitch is being presumably yeah, the, yeah, about the, to come up. Or, yeah, um, it needs to. It mm. needs to. With all due respect, it's uh, we need in the conference. There's some good pitches, you know, and some good stadiums, and uh, they're all potentially clubs. Some that haven't been there before. Some have, and uh, you know, if we're going to play our football, then we're going to need and and play in an entertaining way you know you need you need a flat grassy yeah. pitch yeah I think there were you know everybody was, was very impressed weren't they at the start of the season after all the work that did before you came here yeah. last summer we all looked at it and thought how they'll never get that yeah. back and then at the start of the season it was tremendous for what at least two months 
and then the, the whole Truro, Truro thing yeah. and the weather yeah. kicked Well, it was the, yeah, we, well, the kids, um, don't forget, were in the FA Youth yeah, Cup and they, they played yeah. two or three games on it, then yeah. Truro, then us. Then there was a cancellation, but yeah. then I think was it well in we played Another that we wet actually winter kicked in then. Yeah, we absolutely the rain that yeah. came was was yeah. terrible. So I don't think any pitch would have been no. conducive to that that many games anyway no. that early. But you know Julian came in and done a great job um, in getting it playable. Yes. You know, because that got us some good home wins yeah. when we needed yeah. them, um, and uh, yeah, the rest is uh, history. But it's good that the pitch is history. Mm. You know, we 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 we're now going to get a, I think the most expensive grass seeds. Uh, yeah. So the seagulls will go up market probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll have a, because uh, we got plenty of time. That's a good thing. You got no an extra few weeks. Yes. Yeah, because yes. you've got time on. Yeah. I think our kids are going to play on Saturday, which is nice, good experience for them. On, on playing more here. Okay, the East Saturday. Team. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, which is good. And then it all and then that's it. And then, they, yeah. then they'll churn yeah. yeah. it out. Yeah. Gary, thank you very much. They've turned the lights out on us now, so it's a, it's a hint that you probably need to get out. And, um, <laughs> You've got a training session to do. Yeah, we've got a training yeah. session. We still keep going up until uh, the very last knock-ins, and uh, the last knock-ins will be, from a playing point of view, is obviously Saturday, where we, you know, we really do need to go to St Albans and for our sanity and for our summer happiness, we need to get a result yeah. against St Albans. Do they then come in on Monday just for a final sort of no, we're doing debrief that. and fitness and weights and all that? Yeah, kind of no, stuff? we're doing that before the okay. uh, end of the end of the season. Oh, we, right. we we feel that uh, you know Wednesday needs to the, the do needs to be that's got to be it. But right. Saturday after Saturday, I mean. You can do all those things, but I see it. I don't need the stats the necessarily, yeah, no, because no. if they come back and I see that they're a bit heavier, or they'll You'll be know in within the, a few seconds. The, yeah, they'll be in the fat club. Don't worry about <laughs> that. And that ain't a good club to be in with me because I, I don't want them abusing themselves. They can have a really good two or three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but then we've got they've got a program to get back into it gradually for when they return to us because they got to be. We got to hit the ground running, and uh, I think we've got a game within the first ten days of uh, coming back. So I'm going to tell them that, and there'll be new players, etc. So straight away you're in competition. So don't come back fat or unhealthy, or yeah. you know with a hangover or whatever it is, because uh, you won't play. Gary, thank you very much. One of our listeners said the other day that it's been a season where You're it's been... Your only listener. Yeah, our listener. Yeah, very, right. very loyal listener. <laughs> said uh, it's been a season when it's been fun to be a Torquay fan again. Oh, so brilliant. thank you very much for that. No, that's nice. We Thanks for your time. Well, we appreciate them as well. So we're now sitting up in Bristow's bench looking down over the pitch. Thank you very much to Gary Johnson for joining us. Yeah, very... Was, very different scene here today than it was on Monday afternoon, wasn't it? It is, yes, <laughs> indeed. It, yeah, it's, it's empty. It's, uh, the players are just uh, just coming in, ready for training. I think they're going off to uh, have a bit of a, a, a look at the game from Monday, aren't they? Uh, do they call it a debrief? I believe so. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they're going to be made to sit through Monday's game, uh, which I think will be good in some ways yeah. and not good in others. <laughs> It was a strange game Monday, it wasn't was. it? We were it talking was. to Gary just now about the fact that the season feels as if it's ended three times already. Well, four, in fact. Woking I, I always was felt that Woking, yeah. when, it, when, we, when we walked away from Woking um, that day, I, you know, Woking certainly thought it was all over, and of course it 
Yeah. You know, now it was. There was still the Eastbourne game to go, and United won that game without actually playing yeah. brilliantly. Um, so that was end number two. Um, and I think it's been quite hard work yeah. uh, ever since. Look, everybody says all the right things. Gary Johnson certainly said all the right things about, no, no, we're going to finish on this and that and yeah. the other. Um, we've already talked, I think, that the crucial factor was the fact of no Seiko Jani, no Aza Hall, yeah. no Riri Keating for the last two matches. I think you can talk around it as much well, you, as you like, you, but that you, was a hugely influential yeah. three players taken out of the team. You could probably have coped with losing one of them, possibly two of them, but three of them all at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you know the proof of the pudding, particularly with Seiko Jani, is you're talking about somebody who's not only scored enough goals that would put him top of the charts in most okay. leagues anyway but his contribution up front and I'm so pleased for him and we all were weren't we that he was able to be here on Monday because if the season had finished with all of the presentations and the cup and the medals without him here it, exactly. it wouldn't yeah. have felt quite right because uh, the yards that he's put in and the pressure that he's put defenders under taking them to places where they don't want to go yeah. usually facing their own goal that <laughs> um, was such a, a, a massive contribution and the fact that Gary in his efforts to try and cover for Seiku Jani's absence played first Calvin Kalada up front at Chippenham that didn't really work yeah. uh, and then played a midfield player Conor Lemonhay Evans up front uh, against Hungerford yeah. um, and that didn't work either so I think it was an indication of that but um, hey you know we are where we are and yeah. um, I think quite a lot of supporters who have been not critical so much as more worried that the size of the squad might not be enough to do the job well it was enough to do the job it, just got, it got them over the line exactly yeah, and I think absolutely. a lot of people yeah. I, a number of people good supporters not criti not over critical people just saying glad we're not going into the playoffs at the moment yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, we're not, not, not that United <clears throat> might not have done perfectly okay in the playoffs but <clears throat> with the, the numbers really have come yeah. right back down, haven't they? And, uh, um, but then the, the <coughs> contingency plans would have been made if, True. if we'd got that far. Yeah, uh, uh, Gary and Pete and Aaron had, had those in place. Uh, um, they did sign a goalkeeper called Miles Bowman from QPR, which, of course, we <laughs> player we've never seen, yeah. but he's been on the club's books. Um, so, yeah, they, they would probably have snapped their fingers and said, right, get him in. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it, it's... Uh, anyway, it's all hypothetical. Um, it wasn't needed. No. Um, and uh, uh, we are where we are. Let's talk a little bit about Monday, then, the Hungerford game and the, the things that went on there. Over in the far corner of the ground over there, there are a few of those gold flags still left fluttering over there. Oh, there are. Um, <laughs> fair play to talk. What a great idea that was. And wonderfully executed hats off to the people who did that yes I, I you know Monday was an occasion for the club to showcase itself yeah to what they hoped was going to be a 5,000 crowd it turned out to be well over that 5,351 that's right and with various others around the ground there was probably at least five and a half thousand people here um, by the way, it did also prove that you can probably get quite a lot more yeah. into playing more than that. Than yeah, there that. were a few empty spaces, weren't there? Well, yeah. th there you go. Um, but it was an opportunity, and I think the club and the staff realised this. It was a it was a one off opportunity to really impress everybody. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
look, none of these things are absolutely perfect, but I never heard a word on Monday of complaint or criticism oh, was, from the way it was done. It was terrific. They were handing out badges, they were handing out flags. The fan zone looked terrific. Absolutely. There was it, even merchandise on sale on the pop side, which is a very yeah. new development. Okay, it wasn't the full range of merchandise, but people could buy caps and, and hats and stuff like yeah. that as, as, as they came in. Just all of those little things. Uh, and even, of course, United went into that game with this slight concern over what on earth was happening with the Player of the Year award. Yeah. Um, you know, the voting was on the day of the game, you know, and there was talk of, of you know, uh, it all being concentrated on the end of season awards night. And was that right because of the supporters had voted for it? And they even announced that. Yeah. Um, as Jamie Reid and Seiko Jani walked out to receive their medals, it was announced that they were the Player of the Year and the Young Player of the Year. Obviously, the full awards will be announced who finished second, third, and That'd all the other stuff. That'd be interesting, by the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that will all happen, and the actual shield and the things will be presented quite right too at the end of season yeah. night. And let's hope that's a great evening next next Wednesday. Um, but I think you, you know, I've been. We've all been sitting and thinking about it haven't we the last couple of days about what happened on Monday and, and uh, for me what's the, imp the, the crucial thing of this season A the club had to win promotion yeah yeah. Clark Osborne and Gaming International or Riviera Stadium Limited had made the decision to keep United full time in the National League South United had to get up this year yes okay? yeah. one that's yeah. been achieved secondly it was the style in which it was done, mm -hmm. with record numbers, or <laughs> virtually, as, 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 as certainly if they can go and, over a couple more lines. And considering, I mean, let's not make any bones about it, how awful the first few weeks of the season yeah. were. Yeah, I, I mean, in fairness to Gary Hours, he put together, uh, he, he, he got a squad together, which was rather strange in some ways, because quite a lot of them are still in the team yeah, now yeah. Uh, and then others aren't as we all know but um, uh, let's face it you can't go into a National League South at Talk United and not score any goals you know okay yeah. he, di he did the defence hardly let many in but when they lost at home to Hampton and Richmond and then to Chippenham yeah. you know etc okay well that's gone but the way that Gary Johnson and this team have just galvanized the yeah, place and yeah. just changed everything about it changed changed the atmosphere changed the attitude everything and i think the most the third thing i was going to say was that at long last talkie united i think has got the attention of south devon again yeah that's a good a point i think you're right way. yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's people now know about the club again they are associating it with success mm -hmm. with winning matches with a charismatic manager who is terrific who, who, who ticks all the boxes for people yeah and there is now the whole area and Monday proved that has finally locked back into Torquay United again yeah and Torbay uh, uh, you know you and I have talked about this a few times in the past on new stadium discussions and stuff like that Torbay has been crying out for the last 20-25 years for something to be cheerful about now I'm not trying to say that Torquay United single-handedly can do that obviously it can't there's many other issues but it does help to have an upwardly mobile football club yeah. in yeah. a town 
and we all hope that Torquay can be part of a better future for Torbay and South Devon over the next few years. Um, they're, they're, they're interdependent, of course. You know, the more successful the bay is. We've yeah. just had a wonderful Easter where the place has been packed out and hopefully people spending lots of money here, etc., etc., and maybe the summer season can help in that respect. Um, all of these things go together, don't they? A winning football team, more sponsors, more money coming into the club, etc., etc., etc. And what this season has done, if I can just repeat that phrase, it's got everybody's attention at long last. Yeah, yeah. And I think Gary's very, um, very conscious of the fact that they are making new. I mean, they're making a new history for the club, aren't they? It is true what he says about you know. There's there's a lot of very good pictures down there in the reception area, but they're all. We haven't had anything to remember for a few years. Now, no, have we? no. I mean, you know, I think one of the great things about Talking United is is and and about all football clubs, professional football clubs, it's part of this great fabric of sporting history and 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 you know stuff, isn't it? That we all love, and it's important that there are pictures of. Bruce Rioch and Jim McNichol and yeah. Frank O'Farrell and Eric Weber and Robin Stubbs and Sammy Collins and Don Mills. Of course, that, that, that's yeah. what, without that, you haven't got a club, have you? You haven't got that wonderful foundation of history and affection and passion for the club. But, uh, uh, and the promotions, the Wembley yeah. occasions and everything, of course, it's hugely important. And, and I've known players who've come to play for Torquay and have asked me weeks after they turn up and said, did you have Bruce Rioch playing for you? Yeah. And I said, yeah, of course we did. And Neville Southall, and Tony Curry, and, uh, you know... Chris Waddle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the, all those sort of things. And, and uh, you know, that's hugely important. But you must have some success. Yeah. You must have some promotions. You must have some winning teams. And, and, and what this season has done, not just the fact that United have won promotion, great, it desperately needed to happen. And... If you, it doesn't bear wondering too much about what might have happened if United hadn't gone up this no, season. That's right. We, we that's won't true. go there, but it's just the way in which it's been done. Yeah, yeah, has, been done with some style. Has galvanised everybody, and yeah. here we are. We're all about to sort of think about holidays and a bit of time off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, some of us anyway, <laughs> uh, and we're all gagging for next season and but, to see who he can bring in. You know, yeah. and, and what sort of a fist of it they can make because if Plymouth Argyle come down from League 1 to League 2 this season and you know let's hope that they don't from their point of view and Exeter City don't go up mm. Torquay United will be one division away from playing both of them again uh, in 18 months that really 18 would months be something time. and I know you know we're living we're, we're, we're talking about the land of Nod here but it's not that far no. apart is it and it sounds as if we might be only a few weeks from playing them as well, from what Gary was saying just now, although no announcements have been made about the pre-season friendlies. No, um, it did sound as it if we might as be as playing Exeter and Plymouth, the two of them. It did. Um, I've heard rumours that Buckland Athletic are certainly on the agenda, which would be great to have yeah. a game against them. Um, and, uh, um, and probably... Uh, we haven't heard whether Bristol City are going to be <laughs> opposition, but I that wouldn't, wouldn't be, be a surprised. Shock. <laughs> no, uh, we'll see. Yeah, indeed. Let's uh, go back to the nitty gritty then. Let's talk about the weekend ahead. So, trip to St Albans on Saturday. They've yeah. still got everything to play for, haven't they? Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Gentlemen, running laps of the pitch yeah, as we yeah. sit here, I and think uh, that's a that's a, um, a fundraising thing. I think I must we must check to see how many laps he's got to run round the pitch to raise. I'm sure there's some money being raised at we some will stage. Do. Yeah. He's going at a fair old clip anyway. Yeah. He'll be around again in a minute. 
But uh, yeah, St Albans very much got something to play for, haven't they? Oh, telling me. Uh, they have to win and hope that Billericay don't. Billericay home to Bath City, St Albans against Torquay. No, I, I, I think Clarence Park will be mm. a busy old place on Saturday. Um, United have got to go there uh, for all the reasons that Gary's already talked about. And, you know... <laughs> Shake a leg. Yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. I think the, the Hungford game. I don't think you can accuse Torquay of not trying on Monday. I think they they were. It just didn't quite work, and we've all been over one or yeah. two reasons why it might not have. But we hit the um, woodwork. I mean, hit it's the woodwork. We were, uh, had, what, plenty they, of uh, two couple cleared off three, the line. Four, the first great half. saves by a their keeper as well. All that kind of stuff. And I think it was one of those games, and we've seen them this season, haven't we? Where, you know, United get one. <laughs> And all of a sudden, yeah. they end up getting two or three. If that didn't happen, okay, game over, finish. We'll forget about it. But um, no, no, they they need for their own, uh, you know, one last hurrah. Come on, let, let, you know, they know they're capable of beating St Albans. Yeah. well yeah. capable of beating them. Um, it, it will be interesting whether Gary decides to start with say with um, Olaf Gasela. Um, yeah. uh, uh, he obviously, he's, he started a um, FA Trophy game at Boreham Wood, mm -hmm. but that's his only start so far. He must have been very close in the last couple of games. Yeah. Well, it'd be um, interesting. I mean, as we said just now, I mean, the, the, the combinations that he put together in the absence of Seiku Jane didn't really come off. No. Calvin Kalala. It, I mean, he isn't a striker. He's a wide player. Yes. Um, and Connor Lemonhay Evans. And the conditions at Chippenham yeah. didn't help either. No. And Common, Connor, Connor's a, a midfield player, yeah. isn't he? And um, so, as things stand, Olaf Casella is the only hmm. specialist <laughs> specialist striker uh, apart from Jamie Reid. So uh, where's we're, actually we're, Yeoman the, when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that might be, uh, um, you know. Yeah, certainly in his mind, I'm sure it is, and I'm sure it has been for the last couple of games. Now, Liam Davis, if he let's assume that he's going to get in the team against St Albans, he will be our only ever present. This yes, season, I, I was chatting to him as all the celebrations are going on on Monday, and uh, you know we've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, and he looked at me and said. My goodness, I'm tired, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel tired. Yeah. Well, uh, let's face it, he's a, he's a good pro and, and um, he'll be up for it on Saturday yeah. for one last game. And I'm sure he would, he, you know, he, he's desperate to go out with a win. That's um, quite an achievement to play every game. For a, defend, games. for a defender as well, to avoid getting suspended for a whole season. Exactly. Um, and to avoid injury for a whole and, season. And, and he's, you know, the, one of the modern attacking wing backs, isn't he? So he has to get up and down. He can't sit in his own half. No. Uh, like dear old Lindsay Parsons used to, used to do most of the time, who, who sadly died recently. Um, so, uh, no, it's, uh, um, you know, well done to him. The only one in the club uh, that's managed to do it. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's done yeah. wonderfully well to, to play 48 games, um, league and cup. Um, scored one goal. Yes. Uh, a yeah. winner as well against Bath in the first home game of the season. Um, so, no, no, yeah. Good stuff. Respect to Liam. Indeed. So, in response to a, a question from, um, from somebody who came up to chat to us before the Hungerford game, we will be carrying on through the summer. We have done the last four or five years. Yep. So, um, we, we'll f always find something to talk about during podcasts in the I, summer. I can't imagine that, that this summer will be boring. Uh, well, mar I, I, marquee signings and signings possibly sooner rather than later. Did well, you I'm sure they'll be thinking that? of that. Yeah. Uh, um, you've got season tickets to sell. Presumably, there's going to be an announcement on that fairly soon, actually, before we go today. Um, 
must ask about that. Um, uh, fans on the back of this, you know, <laughs> here we go, this dreadful momentum word. Yeah. But, you know, when you've got a bit of it, you do have to try and make the most of it, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, I'm sure they will... Uh, the, the, everybody around the club is well aware of the importance of trying to feed off that and, yeah. um, and, and make the most of it. And, uh, and you're on a promise as well, Dave. One of our listeners, Chris, up in Yorkshire, says uh, when we play up at Halifax next season, uh, he's buying you a pint in the Three Pigeons. The Three Pigeons at Halifax. Oh, it's, it's only a five-minute walk from the Shea. Yeah. Uh, great old uh, Yorkshire pub. Fires going in all the rooms. Uh, uh, um, they do a wonderful steak sandwich there for, uh, for not go. much money. No, that, that will be one place we're definitely looking forward to going. I know we... we, we sort of almost depressing ourselves with how much miles how many miles that United yeah. might have to do next season but actually come on you it's know not bad, it's not it? that bad no. um, uh, we've, we've done it before and we'll do it again so the three pigeons in Halifax there it's you go cracking pub it's a date thank you very much for listening thank you as well to Gary Johnson for joining us on this week's Devon Live Herald Express Yellow Army podcast good to have the manager joining us for the last one of the season sure so um, we'll keep you posted we'll keep going all the way through the summer one more to go one more to go we'll be back next week as ever come come on on, you yellows you've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson you can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.